0: Welcome, welcome back to News Macaroons On Air. I hope you had an amazing weekend and that you kicked off this brand new month of February by doing something extra fabulous. Maybe your team won the Super Bowl last night, or maybe you bought a favorite new sweater. Or, you know what, if you're in the North like me, I hope you were able to just stay warm and safe out there in this crazy weather. So today is Monday, which means that it's time for one of my favorite things in the entire world, the Monday Muse. In an effort to encourage you to live your most inspired life, the Monday Muse is all about celebrating the women who came before us, who blazed the trails that led us down the paths we're on today, and who have boldly and richly lived their lives without apology in order for us to do the same. We've previously highlighted a multitude of incredible leading ladies, the likes of Danica Rome, Claudette Colvin, and Josephine Baker. And if you haven't heard those episodes yet, I highly recommend that you do. Each woman is so unique, so fascinating, so inspiring, that I promise there's a thing or two we can all learn from each of their stories. Now, my goal with this segment is to give you that much needed quick little pick-me-up for your week ahead. And to hopefully deliver a story or a quote or even a small unexpected moment that can make a huge impact. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm at my most inspired when I surround myself with incredible women that have something of value to say, to contribute to the world. And my purpose here is to best communicate their stories to you so that it feels like we're sitting around the brunch table with our best friends discussing our lives and the world at large. With a little champagne, of course. All right, so let's get started. Our Monday Muse today is a woman that, when I discovered her, I could not believe I hadn't heard of before. I mean, trust me, this chick is a total undeniable badass. I mean, she basically wrote the freaking book on being a badass, okay? Trust me. So I've got to ask, why is it that she was completely absent from my repertoire of totally inspirational babes that I keep stored away in my mind at all times? So before I tell you who she is, let me tell you why I picked her first. I'm sure you're all aware that the Super Bowl was last night and that it was the Eagles versus the Patriots. As of the time I'm recording this, I have no idea who won or what happened or which city is writing right now. To be honest, I'm actually about to go watch a Harry Potter movie movie so you can see where my priorities are. But anyways, I had a really difficult time trying to find a woman who embodied our theme of confidence for the month. I wanted to take it in a lot of different directions this week, but, you know, I just couldn't boil it down. Do I discuss body positivity, relationships, sexuality? I mean, all of these topics could really benefit from a dose of confidence while remaining topical for the month ahead. So I had a really difficult time with this. But instead of all of that, I decided to exploit the athletic climate and fervor from this weekend and to explore a different side of athletics altogether. So let me ask you, For women, what do you think sports culture has looked like in recent years? Let me give you a hint, not so good. For example, did you know that only as recently as the year 1900, women were allowed to participate in the Olympics? Hello? I mean, it's only been 118 years since. Think about it. Compare that to the centuries before that practiced this tradition with men only, and you get the idea. Oh, and keep in mind, women's gymnastics only debuted at the 1928 Olympics. That's ridiculous! So the Mina's we're investigating today embodies all of the above. She's a rebel, she's a superstar, she's an accomplished athlete, to say the least. She totally defied the status quo at a time when women were expected to maintain a singular role in their lifetimes. And she made such an impact in the world of sports that she's revered to this day. Her memory is solidified in publications and history books indefinitely. All right, so let's get to it. I've gone on my little rant long enough. Let me give you three clues as to whom we're talking about today. Number one... Her nickname was given to her in honor of Babe Ruth. Number two, she qualified for five Olympic events at the 1932 Olympic Games in Los Angeles. And number three, she's been called the greatest female athlete in the world. Do you know who she is yet? More in a minute. Alright, let's talk about Babe, or Mildred Diedrichsen Zaharias to be exact. And yes, I did practice that before we started recording. So she was born on June 26, 1911, as the sixth of seven children to immigrant parents from Norway. As the legend goes, she received the nickname Babe after hitting five home runs in a childhood baseball game at a young age. And although she was a crazy, crazy talented athlete, even from her early years, she was also an incredible seamstress, singer, and harmonica player. Apparently, school was never really her thing, but I think she did quite well for herself regardless. So, how talented was Babe? Let me tell you. She was a world-famous track and field star. She achieved All-American status in basketball, and she was also accomplished in baseball, softball, diving, roller skating, and bowling as well. It's crazy. She was so good at basketball, in fact, that she took a job as a secretary for the Employers' Casualty Insurance Company of Dallas so that she could play basketball as an amateur just for the company team. She led that very team to an AAU basketball championship in 1931 and then a year later in 1932 she represented her company in those championship games again and she competed in 8 out of 10 events, won 5, and tied for first in a 6th game. Y'all, she literally won the team championship even though she was the only member of that team. The girl was that good! That same year, during the 1932 Olympics, Babe won two gold medals and one silver medal for track and field. She equaled the world record of 11.8 seconds in the 80-meter hurdles. And then later, she broke that very record and took the gold. So, after our girl Babe basically rocked the 1932 Olympics and confirmed her status as a legendary athlete, she actually began playing golf three years later in 1935. And this is where the fun really begins. Babe was initially denied amateur status, so she did something that only Babe could do. She rebelled. And she rebelled by playing in the Los Angeles Open, a men's PGA tournament. She was literally the first woman to ever do this, and no other woman competed in this tournament again until nearly six decades later. This was fortuitous for Babe in another way. It was at this tournament where she met her husband, George Zaharias, and they married 11 months later. Now, golf is the sport, believe it or not, that Babe became most famous for. She was America's first female golf celebrity, and her multitude of wins is just insane. Seriously, you don't even want me to get started on that crazy long list. But let's just say that if there was a tournament and she was allowed to play despite her gender, the girl won it. She was just that talented. Then in 1953, Babe was diagnosed with colon cancer. She underwent surgery and staged a phenomenal comeback a year later in 1954. But that wasn't enough. This was Babe's final challenge. She succumbed to colon cancer at age 45 on September 27, 1956. But her legacy remains. She was named the 10th greatest North American athlete of the 20th century by ESPN, and that was the highest ranking for women on that list. She was also named the 9th greatest athlete of the 20th century by the Associated Press And then in 1999, the Associated Press also declared her to be the greatest woman athlete of the 20th century. She won so much, y'all, that I had to pick and choose what to discuss on the podcast today because there was just way too much to even choose from. I'm not even doing her justice here. I wish I could. And yet, despite her outrageously impressive accomplishments, she was a subject of rude criticism for what was seen as manliness in an age of strict feminine guidelines. For example, one sports writer, Joe Williams, proclaimed that it would be much better if she and her ilk stayed at home, got themselves prettied up, and waited for the phone to ring. That makes me sick. But despite bullshit commentary like this, Babe kept going, She kept training, she kept winning, and this is what I love, because by the time she finished, no one could deny her talent. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of News Macaroons On Air. I absolutely love the Monday Muse segments, and I hope that Babe's story resonates with you in some way today and throughout your week. In honor of her rebellious spirit, let's let's be a little feisty, let's get it done. Let's break some rules and make it happen. Let's focus on being the change that we want to see in the world and being part of the solution and not part of the problem. As always, I would be so happy if you left us a review, gave us a rating, or even gave us a shout out on social media. All the links you need will be in the show notes below. Thank you so much for spending some time with me this Monday, and I'll see you all back here on Friday when we host another Incredible Friday feature. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm already looking forward to it, and it's going to be so hard to keep it a secret. Until next time, cheers!